Game time. No, we ain't playing. Now we just playing. But we gonna play better games. Step in the room and see that we wouldn't have it another way. Geeks gotta play Dungeons and Dragons. Psych that ain't gonna happen. New games that we made up. That's how you get geeked up. And it's a game for you and us. See what we gonna do. Hit us up and write us in. Let the games begin. So, let the games begin. Cause we just singing game time. Game time. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 7 of the Geeked Up Game Room Podcast. I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is Liam Whalen. Game time. Oh, a break from the unusual <laughs> catchphrase. <dude. laughs> yeah. And why, let's say, why would we... Uh, <laughs> I gotta change it up. I'm, I feel like I felt like changing up the pace, you know? I feel like there's a special reason, though, you would... Uh, you change something there. And maybe it's because... We changed the whole intro to the game time a little bit. We actually introduced it as its own separate episode entity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be uh, now really a part two of the episode as opposed to just the second half of the episode. Like, we were previously releasing it as the yeah. second half of the entire episode five, one through six of the previous Geeked Up. But starting with this episode, it's going to... Starting with, I guess, last week's episode, really. Mm -hmm. But now continuing uh, from this week on, it's going to be kind of two separate entities at least during the posting process both making up the great geeked up episode which we would always seven. keep in mind release the game time separately also so you guys could just enjoy the game time yeah but everybody would be too stupid to even <laughs> listen to that on its own because they'd be like by the time i didn't listen to the first post because it was an hour and a half it just seemed silly to listen to something that was 45 and it's like no you idiot that was the second ah, just yeah, so, so now we you guys win yeah. we're gonna see we're gonna succumb ourselves to the ignorance of the uh, the geeks out there of the listening public yeah, so and we're gonna be releasing. So yeah, welcome though for uh, the only episode time we'll seven, buckle, geeked though. up game time, yeah, geeked up game time podcast game room. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Easy, easy enough. Thanks easy a lot, enough. guys. <laughs> Just search "reeked up" on uh, SoundCloud.com. <laughs> You'll get right there. Don't worry. Which is still the number one podcast made by no or the one. super geeked up show at uh, yahoo.com, <laughs> our email. Right? That's how it all works. No, that's right, why no, the other no. geek, super geeked up is doing it. <laughs> keep saying that. I keep on ironically plugging his email address as a joke. And <laughs> all right, but anywho, um, yeah. So big thanks again to uh, last week's game time. Who's the real Slim Shady? Which uh, no, 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 I am the real Slim Shady. There's no who yeah, about it. It's what a pile of shit, by well, the way. Well, I'm standing up as the real Slim Shady yeah, will do. You know why you I know. think I lost? Besides my friend Lauren stabbing me in the back. <laughs> was, um, and besides the scrutiny of the burger eating contest from the Yeah, was Ross not knowing what contest? to do. So, like, he was to draw, and then Lauren just wanted to stab you in the back. So yeah, I was the lot victor. Of, lot of beef. Plus, I was really spitting hot. I was, I was spitting the hot stuff, as my boy Dylon would say. I think I was uh, right spitting behind you. Fire. I guess not. I guess not, but um, yeah. Also, I forgot to wear my props. I also brought over a gray hoodie, like an oversized <laughs> rimmed hat to wear above it. Yeah. But then I realized this is a podcast, and you guys can't <laughs> see me wear props. Yeah, Devin broke out his secret weapon, and it, like he brought it, like he had the hoodie and all the stuff. But I like yeah. he also was talking to somebody that has a closet full of hoodies and M and M props, and yeah. we're in my pad now. All right, and this also is, I blew uh, it because I was too. So I was excited. able to cost up too. I was so excited to show you guys that I brought props that I fucking showed you before the show. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, all right, so that's ruined. Then we did our pre-show pre rituals, and we forgot about all that. I'm just the asshole walking around the middle of summer in fucking Manhattan wearing a fucking hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> but then I guess in unrelated news, too, in the uh, off 
the off geeked up time, I did also uh, win the sublime, the sublime, <laughs> who's the real sublime champion or whatever. Yeah, uh, from a further, uh, <laughs> who is the Bradley Noel? We'll figure out. Yeah, the real Bradley Noel. Who's the real Ruka? <laughs> <laughs> they said right, that a lot. That right? one's to be determined later. You win a Dalmatian. Wait One of us won a Dalmatian. <laughs> Who's gonna win the Dalmatian from <laughs> yes to be seen? But uh, I guess so again, I guess big thanks yeah, to big uh, thanks to those guys for sure, for sure. Lauren and Ross, yeah, for uh, traveling and coming, helping out Judge and just hang out and talk about Slim Shady. A lot of fun with those guys. So That's thanks right, again no. to them. You can find uh, Ross, of course, on the Untucked and Irritated podcast. Yeah, check out the SoundCloud.com for the Untucked and Irritated podcast. You can. Uh, I think you guys have it down as the UTI. About, like, the I think if you're actually looking for it, SoundCloud.com backslash UTI podcast. And, and if that doesn't work, then try SoundCloud.com <laughs> backslash Untucked and Irritated. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, most of our listeners are found <laughs> through while searching for uh, UTI-related news, and <laughs> yeah. they stumble upon us. So if you want to be part of that <laughs> gang, search UTI on the SoundCloud. If not, Untucked and Irritated will also get you there. But it might be a little easier. A lot of you guys will probably happen to be on UTI sites. Right. You just click on the SoundCloud link. Boom, we're good to go. And if you uh, want to check out Lauren, you have to be really rich and own a yacht. And she might be the hostess <laughs> working for you. But, uh, she's a great hostess. Great, great Tahiti. Great yachty. Last week on Geeked Up. This week, uh, yachty in Tahiti. So, But either way, thanks again for them. Thanks for listening to us international, guys. Lauren, bring us to Tahiti. So then I guess uh, the next thing we should do, which is we always do when we're in the game room, is uh, step into the prize closet. Yeah. Now, if you remember last week on The Real Slim Shade. I won the prize. I stepped yeah. in the prize closet. I got the, I got the autographed picture of us. <laughs> it's currently hanging That's on right. my fridge. But before that, we did play the um, Fantastic X Avengers League. Who are you, me? Not yeah. pronouncing it right. Sorry. You're stealing my gimmick here. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I, it's the geeked up Fantastic X Avengers squad, Mr. Uh, I don't think it's squad. It's league. It's still league. Oh, it's yeah, always been true. league. <laughs> but anyway. That was but, you were playing. I was playing the squad. You know, I was, and we named you guys a bunch of uh, actors. We played pointless superheroes. We asked you guys to send in a villain. Yeah, who uh, was the squad? Who would be if we can run through that real quick? It was uh, Owen Wilson as Balloon Boy. Wilson was a balloon boy. He could only float like a balloon. He couldn't fly. He could just float like a balloon. Then we had Leota as the uh, asshole that could change his eye color. Yeah, Tony Bright eyes. Tony Bright eyes. Tony Bright eyes. Tony Bro eyes. All right, then we had Chappelle as the uh, as the ruler. Foot. He could teleport one foot in any direction. Kathy Griffin was five second future. Yeah, she was just a dumb bitch that dies really quickly. And of course, the leader of the group, in my opinion, Stephen Root. And of course, who's a Knows every kung fu move possible, but doesn't have the physical prowess <laughs> to pull it off. Yes, an amazing Basically martial arts. That's seen the Matrix. Like, oh, yeah. But horrible martial art ability. But before we um, announce the winner of that game, who gets the prize this week, we do have to give a special shout to our man Andy Dwayne, who suggested the game to us in real life. But yes, that was uh, that was an, uh, an idea from a listener and from a. Uh, fan and a friend so he told us about it and then we did it because he told us about it he didn't email us in we are asking for emails we're not asking for assholes at the bar telling us what we should be doing all right this ain't the place so if you don't uh so you got to email to get your name shout out we're giving andy an exception just so we can kind of make examples of everybody else who doesn't get there Mm -hmm. so he's but if uh just telling us verbally isn't getting you any shout outs right you've got to have hard evidence you've got to be able to prove through email that this is your idea if not we're stealing it all right exactly well definitely you might use it (laughs) yeah we're definitely gonna use it but you're not giving me any credit. Yeah. And who's to say different? You exactly. need a hard copy. If you're just verbally telling us we're going to steal it, use it for our own, if you send us an email, we can't deny it, then boom, you get credit for it. This time, Andy Dwayne. Yeah. Boom, good, good on you. That was a great suggestion. We had a lot of fun with it. And uh, we're setting you as an example. Exactly. 
But, to, okay, but you don't win shit. Also, like, that's not the prize class. Oh, yeah, you're no. not winning anything. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're just getting the special no pictures picture. of anybody. You're lucky you're getting that. <laughs> and again, you're only getting that so we can yeah. remind so we can everybody never have to, to do stop this again. telling us <laughs> yeah. and to email. It's yeah. a very begrudging, uh, which is why we didn't do it last time. But anywho, so who's actually stepping into the prize closet for uh, the Geeked Up Episode 5 right. Fantastic X Avenger League Squad Heroes? Whatever the fuck. People. Um, big winner is going to be our man Seth Philia, emailing in from Savannah, Georgia. Who was last heard correcting us about the Matrix? That's our, right. Uh, That's right. How the Matrix wasn't a yeah, robot we're movie. We're still gonna give him the prize because he had the best email. He just showing what email. honest people we are. But yeah, because the first one was absolute fucking <laughs> yeah, horseshit. But I mean, come on. How are uh, the movie what is, where they what was make his reference example? to the robots the whole time? We're fighting the robots. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Neil wasn't fighting the robots per se. He was fighting a computer program. Yeah, he was fighting cyborgs. Fighting computers. Uh, hello. Like, what? I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> Soundboard's still a robot. Um, but he wins with, uh, he, now remind you, we got some good emails out there from people who actually took the time to make a villain up. Yeah, we actually got some actual villains, but, but Seth kind of went a different direction on this Seth one. Seth just said, any common criminal with a gun. <laughs> any common criminal with a gun will win, played by any actor, because it'll take five seconds, because <laughs> yeah. there's five of them. <laughs> I guess he didn't really need any type of further explanations nope. in order to thwart our superheroes. All you would need would be a gun and uh, just a rent and the ability to live and use it. Exactly. It's going to be able to really, uh, really get what past the uh, fantastic Avenger squad. She just knows it's about to happen, but by the time it's happening, four of them are already dead. <laughs> by the time she can tell anybody, Chappelle would only move the foot and the eyes. We we would no. save Kathy for last, just to really enjoy it. <laughs> but um, he didn't pick an actor, though, so and Liam and I uh, think we should uh, throw an actor just to make this more solid a role. I don't know about you, but I'm going Stephen Root. Oh, yeah, I was definitely thinking. Uh, I don't care he's in the <laughs> What about this movie needs is more Stephen more Root. More Stephen Root. I really have no problem replacing Root with the whole squad. Plus, I really like this idea of like a dual Stephen Root. Like It'd be like whatever his name was, the Kung Fu Kento or whatever. He would be Stephen Root without a mustache. And <laughs> yeah. then the guy with the gun would be Stephen Root with, with a mustache. mustache. And maybe no he would glasses. be the evil version. And the Kung Fu Kanto would be the uh, so I feel like Kung Fu Kanto shaved would be the one glasses, glasses wearing <laughs> Stephen. So we would know the good from the bad. And we'd have two definitive Stephen faces Roots. of Stephen Root for yeah. two equally powerful personalities. And like I said, I fucking have no problem with Root replacing them all. Oh my god, never mind. Screw that. If the Roots ever come up with a documentary, <laughs> I want it to be called Roots Crew and just have Stephen Root play every character of the Roots. All right, yes, this is definitely. We're not uh, going to embellish it this more because this could be a new game time. This is definitely a YouTube sensation. But, um, the Roots Crew. In unrelated news, the Geek Dead podcast is going on hiatus <laughs> while we make a uh, <laughs> The Roots Crew movie. But, oh, all right, geez. nice. So, so congratulations, though, to Seth. And, uh, to Seth. Your big prize on the way. And congratulations to me, too, for just coming out with the Roots crew. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Congratulations to And I guess some congratulations. I am a sore loser, so fuck Liam for winning the uh, Real Slim Shady, for giving out prizes. You but I was just the baby boom. I used yeah. to tell me these crazy things. I'm handling this hip-hop style. I'm shooting you out of the I black show. music. I make white music. Damn, I make fight music for high school kids. Put knives at risk with a knife dog. All right, dude, maybe I have to... Knives at risk with a knife like this. You all right, I fucked up some of the lyrics there. You the character like that, too. It's amazing. But, uh, all right, so... So enough giving out props and playing. Fucking catch up. So with that nonsense, we will be leaving the prize closet. But just remember, guys, if you even want to be considered for a prize, you have to email us in. 
Yes, only uh, winners will be going to only winners or uh, props for suggestions yeah. will be getting had if they come through the geeked up podcast at gmail dot com. Any type of verbal uh, verbal responses to either you know Anything. how we're doing or winners on <laughs> yeah. games will not be taken for further consideration. So, without further ado, that will bring us to this episode's game, the geeked up celebrity go to guy. Yes, the geeked up celebrity go-to guys, and this is going to be a fun one. We got uh, all actors. Obviously, they play uh, they play several roles. You know, a lot of di- lot of different characters throughout their storied careers. But you got to figure they all have kind of a go-to role, right? A big. So go-to we're going to be taking some of our favorite actors. We're going to be deciding out of all of their great characters, who's their go-to guy? Because yeah. everybody's got to have a go-to guy, like Robert De Niro. You know, who's your go-to Robert De Niro guy? You take in uh, De Niro from Raging Bull or De Niro from Casino, you know? No, I'm going to go with uh, De Niro from uh, Meet the Parents 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you going De Niro from Meet the Parents 3 or De Niro from Meet the Parents 2? You know, yeah. what? Uh, where are we going for our go-to De Niro guy? Well, that's going to be for a uh, maybe the next edition of the yeah. Geeked Up Celebrity Go-To Guy because uh, we're taking our three contestants we try to decide. And I guess how the game is going to work, me and Devin are going to uh, take our three celebrities that we've kind of already talked about and have different go-to guys mm-hmm. for these three of our favorite actors. We're going to be kind of arguing it out and then leaving it up to you guys to decide based on our criteria who is yeah. the go-to guy. Yeah, basically, who's decide. the best character they played and why. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to email that to the Geeked Up podcast at gmail.com you're going to help and us you decide who tell the winner us, is or, and it's a really good one we're probably going to put a fake name on it and claim that they mailed us in <laughs> sometime <laughs> tends to happen <laughs> but anywho you're not getting any props unless you email us in god damn it podcast.com alright so who are going to be gmail. our com. <laughs> gmail.com alright so who are going to be our three uh, who are going to be deciding their go-to guys today there buddy alright our three go-to guys for the geeked up celebrity go-to guy is we're gonna go with Al Pacino, of course. Pacino, all right, Pacino. A, uh, one of the best. Um, another guy we're gonna pick is gonna be a guy that's in a ton of films. Old Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel, who has uh, been in a ton of films, ranging from hysterical to really hysterical. Yep. Also, yep. just saw by me on the streets the other day. <laughs> really? Wearing like a very schnazzy 1985, like New York City style <laughs> urban, if you get the drift I'm going for, <laughs> style tank top of all sorts of like schnazzy colors and whatnot. And he's just Got walking it. down. And at first, I was kind of just like, is that Samuel Jackson? And then the three like chicks that were following behind him with cell phones taking camera shots confirmed that, yes, that is Samuel. You said that, Samuel. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah. Can you believe that? Yes, I can't believe it. It's New York, you fool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not Utah. If he was walking around the streets of Utah, not only would I be shocked that he was walking on the streets, but there was actually three more yeah, no, black the girl people. literally goes three to, yeah. more black girls and top of the one black chick. I was just like, was that Samuel? And she goes, yeah. Can you believe he just walking down the street like this? Nobody bother him. I was just like, no, he was walking down the street with nobody bothering him until <laughs> you started following him with the cell phone. But <laughs> you know. So anyway. So we're picking him. So he's good. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's good friends with Liam. Yeah. Liam didn't say a fucking word to him. And uh, the third one, you would think, obviously, it's going to be Steven Root. But not this time. We are going to go with another Steve, though. We're going to yeah. take Steve Buscemi. We're going with our second favorite Steven. <laughs> yeah, it's Steve. <laughs> Sir Steven Buscemi. And in the acting community, he doesn't take a backseat to anybody. But, I mean, let's be serious. In the Steven world, he's yeah. no Root. That's All right, true. so... Yeah, but Buscemi, definitely one of, uh, he's probably my definitive, except for Stephen Root, favorite yeah. actor, probably my one favorite, and just a uh, world of hilarious roles, so he's going to be a fun one to argue, then of course Pacino, what, you know, 
Yeah. What? Which one? Which two roles are we gonna pick? And then well, Sammy, which two? Oh, like, how are we gonna judge this? Just because I said one's better, you said the other. We okay. Have yeah. some uh, rules point. and regulations. So we got a little bit of criteria to help us through. Maybe some uh, our guiding factors. Yeah. We're so gonna be taking uh, the things we're gonna be taking in consideration. Let's do an obvious one. Who would win in a fight? Who'd win in a fight? Okay. Who'd win in a fight? We're putting them up against each other. Of course, we're going to have to, uh, part of this battle will be won fisticuff style. Exactly. So who'd win in a fight? Okay, number two, I'd say, kind of just for the, uh, like, you know, you're trying to def- decide their go-to guy. They got to be, like, really memorable as a character, very quotable. All right. You know what right. I mean? So who throws out the best, like, who's got the best scenes that random assholes on the street are doing impressions of? Okay. You know, the, uh, it's like, walk in and watch Pulp Fiction scene, you know, something yeah. like that. Exactly. So, uh, which is also a, an unintentionally hilarious scene, I feel like. So we're gonna, let's say we're going to go look for uh, unintentionally hilarious in a movie. Okay, just yes. like, yeah, just like you're doing something serious, and it's the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> <Yes>. seen. <laughs> exactly. You unintentionally and hilarious. Not only are you really f- putting that yeah. role yeah. through, but you're, doing, you're being hilarious One in the of meantime. The, we're right. definitely laughing at you, not with you <laughs> scenarios. Yeah. I really believe that you're the police chief or whatever, but you're also really hysterical during the process. But then I guess so. you'd have to say, too, just a big X, a big extra factor is, did they make it to the end? Okay, that's a good point, too. Did they survive the movie? Yeah. I guess that will have to be, that could be taken into consideration. Yeah. Is my guy walking away? Yeah, all right. Okay, so that sounds like good, uh, good kind of guidelines for us to follow through. So we got our three kind of judging factors that we're going to be also thrown in if they made it or not, helping us to decide who are mm-hmm. the geeked up celebrity go-to characters. Edition one, Al Pacino, Steve Buscemi, and Samuel Liam Whalen's motherfucking best friend, Jackson. <laughs> Come on, I walk on the same streets as him with... Where the same black chick. <laughs> So, all right. So, who are you going to take, then, for Pacino? All right, so for Pacino, I guess there's lots of, you know, you of course, got Michael Corleone. You That's got, a great uh, one. You also got, like, uh, Lefty and Donnie Brasco, just the hilariously Weasley. Uh, That's right. That's a good one. Disgruntled criminal, <laughs> like the washed-up <laughs> criminal that didn't quite make his glory, and now he's... So that's hilarious one, but I think you got to go with the definitive go-to guy for Pacino. Got to be Tony Montana. Oh, Even more shit. than Michael Corleone, I think that just the general impact of Tony Montana growing up a 19 a slim shady f- style rap fan <laughs> I, I can, uh, throw down a lot of quotes quotability is going to be a rough one if you're going going up against Tony Montana it's true that's true well I'm going to go the other route here I'm going to take uh, you're going with the young Pacino I'm going to go with an older Pacino a more grizzled Pacino <laughs> okay all right and I'm going to take him as old uh, and I'm going to go with old Lieutenant Vincent Hanna from Heat. Oh, all right. Uh, where De Niro and Pacino went up against each other. That's right. That's right. In a battle of the t- in a WrestleMania 5 Warrior versus Hogan style <laughs> Battle of the Titans. That's right. That's right. So I think it was actually WrestleMania 6, but that'll be uh, somebody Seth will email us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seth will be the one to fix that one. They, neither of them are actually in the wrestling. Okay, but that's an interesting one. So then you're not going for either. Uh, you're not, not going, going Donnie Brasco, Godfather, or no Dog Donnie Day Brasco. Afternoon, no Dog Day, no Scent of a Woman. Hoo-ah! You're not going to be able to yell that out. Oh, Jesus Christ! Is. <laughs> we both kind of went wrong on this one. <laughs> so okay, um, so who would win in a fight? Do you think? Would Tony win, 
Or would, uh, would the Cuban refugee beat the cop? All right. You got to think that in a fight, Tony, a little bit more of a badass. Kind Seems of a to badass. be thrown it down. He did make it through Liberty City and, uh, or whatever the camp was. Uh, <laughs> made it through like a Cuban refugee camp. That's true. That's true. He killed a bunch of drug dealers in the process. He fucking threw a fucking guy out of a helicopter. He fucking chainsawed. He was part of a chainsaw. He survived the chainsawing. <laughs> that was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. And yeah, my Pacino's kind of old. Old, yeah, plus uh, that's another good point too. You did take old Pacino. He's a good cop. He's always got his young buddy. Cop. He's got his detective with him. The detective would get his ass kicked by Manny. And on top of that, too, man's a cop. He would play by a certain set of rules. That's where, true. Like you said, your guy kind of uh, survived a chainsaw battle. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, you're right too because Vin, the, Lieutenant Vincent Hanna did seem to be. He was a cop, which kind of impl- like kind of he was kind of more talk than action. You know what I mean? He was constantly yeah. going around threatening petty criminals. <laughs> he, does slapping do shit, he does a lot of slapping shit off of tables. I'll but he's not that. really uh, surviving many chainsaw battles with Cuban drug lords, you know? So I got to go. Tony probably wins in a fight. I go maybe unintentional, hilarious, though. I might have to go Lieutenant Vincent Hanna. Yeah, that's a good point. Because my guy is, uh, has a certain level of intensity to him. <laughs> yeah. He's got a little bit of a certain level of, like, seriousness, too, because he's like a big cop chasing down the criminal underworld. <laughs> but it's just hilarious the whole time. The, oh, yeah, he goes every zero. criminal he questions, he's got a more hilarious <laughs> He goes strategy. zero to 100 in a second, too. <laughs> yeah. He's flying so off the handle. Uh, talking about female asses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, when he yells at Mike Azaria... Oh my gosh! She had a big She had a great head all up in it. She's like, aren't you supposed to be like trying to get to the bottom of a crime here? Just talking assholes. Yeah. She had a great ass. I think that was like his strategy as a cop. Like he's usually good cop, bad cop. This was just like, all right, you'll you'll look at him in, and I'll make him laugh until he gives up the answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make a good point. Who's that girl? She's got a big ass. Like your guy is funny. But he's more intentionally. Tony's a little more intentionally. Funny. Exactly, exactly. A little bit more intentionally funny. The old uh, Harry. You want to know when he's macking on the trick? You want to go out for ice cream? <laughs> like this, like the like it literally inspired the half baked. That motherfucker said ice cream. That motherfucker like, said ice cream. That's uh, hilarious, and it doesn't work. It works as well with ladies in the real world as it worked with Tony. Yes, Tony <laughs> yeah. Ask a chick if she wants to go out for ice cream. She doesn't have that level of respect that, uh, <laughs> no. or the hat. Would you kiss me on a hat like this? He's wearing a goofy hat, asking if he should be kissed. Like that's funny. Where um, how about when he throws the, the fucking apron and like the and we'll get into quotability too. Nothing's obviously nothing's more quotable than Tony, but the old like. Tony, one of my first Tony Montana moments I wanted to replicate in my life was the old throwing your apron off at the boss and going, I retire. You wash the dishes. I retire. I retire. Like quitting your shitty job and claiming you retire that's is it. the fucking... Like done. That's hilarious. I'm that's an intentionally it. funny thing to do. That is a very intentionally funny. Where the Lieutenant Vince, it's his interrogation methods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's, he's solving business. He's solving mysteries. Or like when he, like, is trying to be tough with his... Uh, wife's like current the dude that's currently fucking his wife yeah. and he like takes his tv back and he's just like you got the fuck my get the fuck my wife but i'm get the fuck my tv like he's supposed to be angry you know, trying to, to like intimidate fucking television yeah. set yeah. actually maybe he isn't supposed to be funny i don't know <laughs> yeah but like the list of things he's uh listening off to those should all be the things you shouldn't get to do you can fuck my wife exactly you can sit on my couch <laughs> you can borrow some money take my big tube tv but don't fuck my wife please i mean come on of respect as one dude to another here. I mean, geez. but again, he's doing it to be intimidating because then he knocks he's got over, a weird strategy he knocks over his own TV and breaks. So maybe it. he would win in a fight. Old Pacino from Heat comes in, fucking makes him laugh. Next thing you know, he's punching him, kicking him. You know, 
Oh, Crashing TVs over his head. Yeah, he just, he just breaks a bunch of his stuff. That's all he ever does, though, is just <laughs> break stuff and yells. <laughs> like, he's interrogating the one dude, like, at the guy's, like, base camp, and he just has a meltdown and starts banging the table. Tell me what you got! Tell me what you got! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he breaks out in a song for a moment. <clears throat> Phoenix, don't waste my time. And then he whispers, don't waste my time. But I think definitely more quotable, though, never seen a b- say goodbye to the bad guy. Say goodnight you want to a bear off? Like, there's just nothing more. Ask any 19 yeah. from 1990. Any college door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at the posters of the wall. You're not seeing many uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Vincent Hannock fucking quotes up there. <laughs> as hilarious as he may be. <laughs> Although, what a brilliant idea. If I was ever a poster kid. There's no money, power, respect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I got my word and my balls, and I don't break them for nobody. (laughs) That's just even to the, like, intentionally, unintentionally hilarious. Pacino's bad accent the entire time. And the fact that he keeps on calling Manny Chico. He's literally walking like, hey, Chico, what do you want to do tonight? And I'm just like, wait a minute. like, Is this an edgy fucking... All right. But uh, so I guess there's the big X factor here, though. Tony does succumb to a fucking brutal death from, like, thousands of hitmen. <laughs> yeah, he does. Well, old Lieutenant Vincent Hanna fucking lives to fight another day. <laughs> yeah, he lives to be hilarious to, on the next case. Oh, man. So uh, you might want to take that into consideration. Any other thoughts on this, uh, the go-to guy between Al Pacino? Oh, there's a lot of X-Factors here. We made, both made some solid points. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely lend credence to either, either uh, character mm-hmm. here. I'm going to be honest, but... I'm going with Tony. You're going with Lieutenant Vince Hanna from Heat. I'm going with Tony Montana from Scarface. Listeners will be deciding by email the Geeked Up podcast who's their yeah. go-to Al Pacino. Yeah, character. out of those two. All right. Out of Don't those come two. back us with a third one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to bring us to our second one. Samuel motherfucking L. Jackson. Sammy motherfucking L. And I'm going to take him, I'm going to go with the obvious one. When I think Samuel L., I think of the role where, yeah, he was playing a character, but he was pretty much just playing himself in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> yes. And now this is a very good point, too, because it's like the celebrity go-to guy. And at this point, when you think Samuel L. Jackson, you really do think motherfucking Snakes. On this. Like, that yeah. really is what's kind of thought about now. And it is kind of like... like it really defines the guy you're hiring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is exactly. Where I'm going to go with... A more uh, just kind of I'm gonna go with the more kind of obvious choice for Samuel Jackson, but uh, Jules from Pulp Fiction. All right, Marcellus as well as wingman goes out in a good suit doing hilarious shit with guns. Great character, but I kind of feel like that was uh, maybe you know his breakout, so to speak, in some aspects. But I feel that now, and that was back in 1992. However, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now 2015, he's kind of transformed into this like caricature of himself almost where he's more identified with the crazy guy that screams a lot and does like yeah. quasi cheesy action films for sure so for which sure. is the more go-to because i still will always think of him as Jules? ezekiel 25 17 so i guess going maybe starting off with that just aspect that's for our criteria too. quotability he's definitely he's got ezekiel 25 17 with lord will strike down upon <laughs> thee with great vengeance and furious anger you're right dude and it's a tarantino movie too so of course he has great Great quotes. He's got hilarious lines through and through, and like I said, in all sorts of kind of like the unintentionally funny. There's the foot massage scene. Well, I don't be tickling or nothing. Like he's got hilarious scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Sewer rat might taste like pumpkin pie. I don't know because I don't eat the motherfucker. (laughs) Like that's a hilarious thing to say to somebody. (laughs) That is very. You know what I mean? But uh, very intentionally hilarious. 
And that's another problem because of my guy, I think of only one quote, one amazing quote from the movie, which sums up the whole movie, Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> it's Samuel L. Jackson just screaming, enough is enough. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking <laughs> yeah. plane. Now I'm going to go up some fucking windows. I don't know if those two are related. Yeah, it's just a trillion. It's really like snakes. a back-to-back-to-backer where it yeah. starts off with, I've well, had enough. I've had enough. And then what he's had enough of. Of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. And then when you, in the movie too, the quote, it kind of might get lost in translation just by hearing the quote. Now I'm going to go open up some windows. But that like comes direct with like a gun to the face, like (laughs) classic scene of like, now I'm going to go open up some windows. Then like puts the gun in action and like he is ready to go. But when it comes down to quotability, like if you see Samuel on the street today, I didn't walk past him enough for to be hearing people yell at him shit, but the first thing that got yelled at him, I guarantee, was something about snakes on a plane and not, hey, I don't be tickling or nothing, you know what I mean? He wasn't dropping. That's true. And that's kind of more, you know, in terms of a the quotability, yeah. just, just kind of what you one. think of and just, uh, but what else more do you need? And also just let's kind of just give a minute to pay credence to him and like the reason why he sh- he should kind of more be thought of as snakes on from snakes on a plane but just like what a hilarious fucking movie not only did it contain that quote but it also contained literally like the big plot point being fucking Keenan Keenan from Keenan and Kel <laughs> like landing the plane yeah. after yeah. the snakes killed the pilot after being able to play the fucking... PlayStation 2 flight simulator yeah he's I able mean... to land the plane <laughs> yeah star script i mean this is an amazing script but yeah <laughs> So, I mean, it's, he doesn't have uh, the help of Tarantino helping him through in this classic, but yet still. Now, who do you think would win it on a fight? That's Jules? Because he was a cop in Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, but he also fought snakes on a plane. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is huge survival. They usually don't give the best detail to the... Uh, to the, uh, the, the it's usually more of the rookie has to take the fucking snakes on a plane. They the give the experienced vet officers. Uh, yeah, so he fought snakes. I mean, Jules is a badass. And Jules does kind of like Lee. He quits at the end. He does. Quit he survives. The they both survive. So there's no X factor there. But let's they be honest there too, it. man. Your guy he missed the guy. Your Jules. Jules missed the dude in the bedroom. And if it wasn't for divine intervention, it would have got him. That's true. That's true. Well, I don't but think he's. But he's a changed man When you fight snakes, now. you can't be missing hidden snakes in the bedroom. <laughs> That's fucking snake fighting 101. Right there. <laughs> That's true. Always look for the hidden snake. That's true. That's true. And he is now like uh, like you were saying, he is uh, he's because of that divine intervention, a changed man. He's going the more peaceful route, which just wants to walk the world like kung fu. He doesn't want to be involved with the mess. So he uh, might be a little bit more passive. Samuel Jackson from whatever his name from Snakes on a Plane guy is would probably Samuel L. Jackson. He'd be all fired up from from the uh, adrenaline from fighting snakes on a plane. Probably would still have a little bit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Again, he's so fighting he probably fucking win. snakes. He's already samurai status. Definitely more. But I guess maybe the unintentionally hilarious versus intentionally hilarious. Because Jules in Pulp Fiction, more intentionally hilarious. See, I don't think, yeah, I think he's more I think unintentionally that, hilarious. Well, actually, yeah, that's, that may be true. Because I was going to say the Samuel from Snakes in a Plane, let's face it. Is the movie like, was called Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be hilarious. There's yeah. not much like unintentional. There's no. There's not a lot of unintentional laughs in old Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, nobody came walking out of Snakes <laughs> on a Plane in the theater and was like, "That was funnier than I thought it yeah, was going to be." Yeah, that to be a little bit cheesy. You yeah. can kind of laugh at it. It's one of those where you can <laughs> almost laugh at the ridiculous. Like we all knew going into. Uh, so maybe I don't know if you want to lose points or gain points. I don't know exactly <laughs> how our criteria works with that, but yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think Jules is definitely more unintentionally hilarious. But yeah, two He's good ones, two good moment. ones. He we kind of, I think that the other kind of just about Samuel Jackson in particular, out of the other great characters we could have picked is uh, him from Jackie Brown, who plays very similar to Jules, 
But oh, yeah, we had plenty of choices though. We could also had him pl- from Shaft, which is very similar to him <laughs> in Snakes <laughs> on the Plane. Exactly, so, as similar as on, Jackie it, Brown, Sammy L. Jackson is. Yeah, Shaft, Sammy L. Is equally as <laughs> just as similar. So. Yeah, we had plenty of choices. These are the two we picked. There's no swapping. Out. <laughs> All right, yeah. So who is the go-to Sammy L. guy? I say because uh, my guy lives. Yeah, Jules, they, you feel Jules is supposed to live, although with the time sequencing of it, like at the end, he walks out of the diner, but at the end, Travolta was sitting in the diner, but earlier on in the movie, Travolta got shot wearing the goofy diner clothes by Bruce Willis, so who the fuck knows what happens afterwards, you know what I mean? You never see Samuel yeah. die. He lives. He goes you know. and fucking walks the world like an old samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I on brain duty? Yeah. I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho... So what do you think? How do we do? We round it off with I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll Mister. Again, leave it up to everyone again. But okay, yeah. So again, so we both made some fine points. We both made some fine points. Again, it's getting left up to you uh, to the geeks to email the Geek Podcast at Gmail, which will bring us to our third and final celebrity. And this is another uh, kind of like of Stephen Root. We've, I think we've, he's come up before about being on Stephen Root level proportions. Of just like had, amount if of he had roles. It, we're sorry. Yeah, if, uh, but the amount of roles, but equally just the amount of great diverse oh. characters to select from. So this is gonna be this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one. Just in that in that realm, who's gonna be? I'll let you kick off this time. Who's gonna be your definitive? I, I mentioned we have all the great. Choices to choose from of Buscemi characters. Who is your go-to guy when it comes to Stephen Buscemi? I gotta go with him as the like one of the kidnappers, old Carl Showalter in Fargo. Just a okay. classic Buscemi. Probably the uh, best Coen brother film, or at least one of the, uh, one, one of the great Coen brother films. And Buscemi's one of his big, huge kind of breakout roles. More of a character actor that was like one of his biggest performances in a yeah, Coen Brother movie and uh, definitely killed it. An award-winning film. I'm not sure yeah. if he... Made him more of a household name. I yeah, feel. for sure, for sure. Or more of a household guy because he's kind of one of these where he's mm-hmm. still not necessarily a household. He's like an important one to have a go-to guy because everybody knows Pacino, everybody knows Samuel. Buscemi comes up a lot where people don't necessarily put the name with the face until you go, you know, the guy from Fargo. Oh, okay. Uh, like, yeah, the funny the looking Fargo. one. All right, yes. Okay, because for me, I'm going to go kind of, again, more traditional. I feel like I'm hitting the more obvious ones here with Jules from Pulp Fiction, but I'm going Mr. Pink from Mr. Reservoir Pink. Dogs. Another Tarantino. Well, that's another one you just got to think Buscemi, too. Because, like, a lot of the characters he plays are, like, side characters, whereas Pink is, like, kind of like a front row, like, I don't know, though, because when you think about guy. it, Mr. Blonde is probably the headline stealer. With all of the fucking yeah. crazy the ear slicing and the dancing. Then you get Mr. Orange is really the movie focused more around Orange. And then Mr. White, Harvey Keitel. Kind yeah, of yeah. So again, Mr. P- you know, Mr. Pink is... Uh, and then, of course, Joe Capo is clearly the, the real <laughs> yeah. star of the show. But anyway, so you're, going, uh, so you're going... <laughs> so you're going... Uh, Fargo, criminal from Fargo. What'd you say his name is? Carl Showalter from Fargo. Yeah, I'm going Carl with Showalter. Because there are a lot of other great choices to select from. Of course, you can go maybe his later work Board with uh, Nucky Thompson yeah. from Boardwalk Empire. Or, of course, you can go as uh, Cousin Tony Blondetta. Cousin yeah. Tony from Sopranos. You do that. Just with, his Asian, with his Asian massage. Fucking. Or just good old crazy eyes from Mr. Deeds. Crazy eyes from Mr. Deeds, of course. Or homeless or, guy from Big Daddy. Or, or crazy lipstick murderer guy <laughs> from Billy Madison. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the crazy <laughs> lipstick murdering guy <laughs> who ends up saving the day yeah, by glad shooting Glad I called that guy. Yeah, glad I called that <laughs> He puts on lipstick and fucking... Oh, I forgot about that. And then, because uh, I was going to go with maybe uh, Donnie from... <laughs> Donnie from Big Lebowski or something. Okay, but you're right. So, again, lots of uh, choices to choose from. I'm going Mr. Pink. You're going... Carl Fargo. 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 So I guess right off the bat, maybe you want to get back into it right off the bat. This is our two criminals, two intimidating guys. Who do you think would win in a fight between Mr. Pink 
And I know, Carl, because I guess Carl, when even Carl, his in his criminal enterprise, there was the fucking crazy Russian guy that was doing yeah, all the Yeah, he was never the muscle of the gang. <laughs> yeah, he definitely. wasn't the tough guy. <laughs> and he wasn't really good. He was like definitely the brains of the operation. He wasn't really very strong brains <laughs> because he was constantly getting outwitted by stupid fucking Macy. Yeah, Although he does end up with the 80 grand. Then he does end up, well, I guess right off the bat, little X Factor, he definitely ends up going through the wood chipper at the hands of said Russian maniac. Yeah, he does. He, does. he comes back with the 80 grand, hands it to this guy, who then kills him with an axe and puts him through the wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, he's not winning a lot of fights. This and is then, after getting like, beat up by Injun Joe, like, getting <laughs> yeah. shot in the face by the fucking like, Stu Lindengard. Yeah, for sure. He puts up with a lot of shit in this movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Whereas Mr. Pink, though, I kind of, he was always my favorite. Mr. from Pulp he's just my favorite color from Pulp Fiction because I kind of always thought that he because was the one that faggot. got away <laughs> 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 I'll just be Mr. Purple alright no but uh because I thought that he got away, but then it was like years after that was one of my favorite movies until my friend pointed out to me that you have to like, if you listen to the volume during the credit, he actually leaves the warehouse alive. Well, although the only one that survives physically, he leaves and immediately gets arrested and perhaps killed in and a shootout killed, with the cops. Yeah, because, because you hear gunfire. He's not going out easy. Yeah. Let's face it. So I got a feeling he, he shot actually... his way out. It's a quote. <laughs> he shot his way out of the jewelry store. <laughs> All right, and fight, yeah, I guess. So that. I think that. Uh, so I think they both probably. I, th- I don't think we can rule any, give anybody either one of many X factor points yeah. for surviving. Well, my guy definitely dies. Your guy definitely dies. My, definitely dies. He's putting a my guy it. either dies or goes to jail for a long time. So no points there. In terms of winning a fight, though, I got to think Mr. Pink. He shoots his way out. He doesn't. He doesn't take shit from Mr. White. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know. That's true. He's uh, he keeps a cool head in there. But my guy keeps a cool head. But yeah, he get, my guy gets his but ass your guy beat. gets his ass kicked by Everybody. Rudy. Yeah, the Indian guy. <laughs> Which one goes one of his best quotes, though. He's like, calm down, smoke your peace pipe. Smoke your peace I got a <laughs> feeling, yeah, I got to say, quotes probably goes to Fargo guy. Because although, although Mr. Pink is full of fucking hilarious shit, well, well why do I got to be Mr. Pink? Because <laughs> the old dear of fact, although again, Joe's stealing the show. But my favorite part about that scene is when Kaitel chimes in, and he's just like, well, what, do you, what do you care so much for? And he's like, it's because you got Mr. White. It's a cool sounding name. <laughs> like, what do you, what do, okay. Okay, all right, then why don't we trade, Mr. White? And then he, like, gives Mr. White this look of, like, eh, like he totally bit yeah, you dummy. <laughs> and then Joe's just like, nobody's trading any names. I'm going to say my guy's a little more quotable, though, if only for the fact that there's somebody in the actual movie of Fargo quoting him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, the guy by the lake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that little guy, he came in talking about how he's so bored at the lake and how he's killed. Yeah. He's known a guy who's been dead. Not of old age. <laughs> yeah, not of old age, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, he's quoting him. That's and true. He keeps going on. I guess you got it. Yeah, girls? that's true. That's fact. That's hard evidence. Yeah, and again, he's, he's got he's a lot of classics. He's got because I mean, uh, Mr. Pink brings us the whole tipping scene, which is one of the more quoted. He but does. a lot of those quotes kind of he does like inspire a lot of help from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of people chiming in during the t- Tim Roth going, "All right, give me my money back." You know, <laughs> like nobody's getting their money back. <laughs> yeah, another Joe stealing scene. But, uh, yeah, also, yeah, he does help out a lot in that scene, too. And in Fargo, gets the, the great whole, Chris uh, Penn line that he would tip the waitress a little over 12% for a yeah, blow. Yeah, what if you, like, yeah. What are you tipping when you're not? Yeah, what are you going to do to get 20% blow jobs from the waitresses? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> you're going over 12% for that? But then uh, from Fargo, he was hilarious just with the Russian guy not talking. He had to do a, a, bulk, of the, a bulk of the jokes getting off. The whole pancake scene, we're just like, what do you mean pancakes? I don't want pancakes. I want to get a steak. Maybe we'll get laid. All right, you know what? I know a place. We'll get laid. <laughs> <Forget the pancakes. laughs> he just so quickly jumps into prostitution with the <laughs> from pancakes. And then uh, his rant that he gives the guy at the fucking... That's uh, what yeah, man. When he just fucking just ruins that guy's life by telling him what a fucking loser he is. Like, this is the bane of your existence. The rules of this little fucking booth. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he makes fun of with that stupid fucking uniform, huh, buddy? Your clip-on tie? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. It's fucking hilarious. These are the limits Let's of your life, Let's take care of this. And, yeah, these are the limits. <laughs> these are the limits of your life, man. The no, no, I'm just leaving. Little I'm just leaving. Here. And again, the guy doesn't even really say me. He's just trying to get paid. Okay, for $4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking hilarious. Yeah, this is sheer frustration in fucking Fargo. Steve Buscemi's Fargo 2 might make him the more And then when he drives hilarious. through later with the uh, with his after getting shot in the face. <laughs> you want to get shot in the face? Or before he gets shot in the face, he's just like, "What do you understand, you imbeciles?" <laughs> yeah, this is when he's shooting somebody. He's yeah. like, "See, you fucking asshole!" <laughs> or really, when he comes back shot in the face, and he's telling the guy, "He's when they're like, we're split. I'm taking the car, you're taking the truck." And he's like, "We split the we split the car. How the fuck do you split a car, you <laughs> idiot? No fucking chainsaw." I think my Buscemi is a little more unintentionally hilarious. But um, yeah, so I don't know. From that aspect, though, you're right. I think unintentionally funny, unintentionally hilarious, and qu- unintentionally hilarious slash and quotable are probably going to Carl Showalter. Mr. Pink probably wins in a fight. They both probably die in the end. Yeah, no, no one either. No one really makes it. <laughs> None of those guys. So that one's very debatable too. Yeah, this is a uh, this is definitely uh, this is a toss up right here. That's this right. is definitely up for grabs. So uh, I guess we'll leave it to the to the geeks out there, the geeked up audience, to yeah, who's let presenting us know. The, who's presenting the best characters here? Who's the big winner? Yeah, Are my three guys better is my Fargo Buscemi, my Snakes on a Plane Jackson, and my Heat Al Pacino better <laughs> better than my Tony the Chico Montana from Scarface, <laughs> Samuel the foot massaging. Uh, Royale with cheese eating, Bible quoting, fucking hitman, hilarious hitman. That finds inner salvation, or then, of course, the uh, Mr. But he acts like a professional, Mr. Pink. I'm like, you're acting like a first-year thief. I'm acting like a professional. That's true. That's but true. Uh, the very frantic, chaotic Mr. Pink. So, again, yeah. So email the Geeked Up Podcast with uh, the who do you think your go-to. Who's your go-to, guys, yeah. for Al Pacino, Samuel Jackson, and Steve Buscemi? And who's the overall winner of this game? Yeah, Me or Liam? Kind of a confusing email, so just send us a good email revolving yeah. me and Devin somehow incorporating the six one of at least one of the six characters we just mentioned, yeah, and uh, that potentially get thrown in the prize closet with Seth and Orla and uh, Ross, I think, or whoever Dennis. else has won Dennis and all the other prize bunch of winners. winners of the geeks, a bunch of winners. So that'll be the end of the uh, the geek dub celebrity go to guy. But since we're geeks, we're never done playing, and you know what it's time for this episode. Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe, Yahweh is gonna be a hoe. Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe, Yahweh is gonna be a hoe. Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe, Yahweh is gonna be a hoe. Yahweh it is gonna be a hoot. So to wrap this one up, of course, now we're playing Stephen Root. Yeah, we didn't squeeze him into a. Uh, we didn't choose our go-to uh, Stephen Root. So we're gonna we're still gonna get him in the episode. we're gonna play Stephen Root yeah, though he, he still right. makes his uh, Stephen Root debut as always. So if you're not familiar with the uh, if you've been fooled by the uh, long posting times of the previous episodes and haven't clicked onto a game time link, you're not familiar with the Stephen Root game that we play here on the Geek Dub Show. Stephen Root, a uh, very familiar character actor, people might yeah. know him out there, you've or you might watched... not know his name, but you definitely know his face. Because yeah, you've ever watched TV or movie, you've seen Stephen Root somewhere somehow. You've seen Stephen. Root. The man's been in everything, so we pay homage to that here on the show by playing a game where we're uh, Devin's going to throw me out three Stephen Root roles. That's right. Right. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. I got to pick the dud. All right. And so far, Liam's undefeated on this one. So far, I am. Even last kind of. Last time, I kind of tried to cheat. <laughs> they were all Stephen Root roles. <laughs> That's true. 
And I did, uh, and I didn't pick, I didn't catch him on that. You know what? I'm actually going to take a loss on that because I should have been able to. I'm keeping it honest this time, but this time I'm changing my tactics because not only is Steven Root a great, great actor, but he's also a terrific voice actor. Gets a lot of his work on cartoon shows. Okay, all right. So is this a so cartoon like only, an animated an only animated Steven? Steven Root edition? Oh, all right. So we all know he plays 500 different characters on King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah. What other show, cartoon, has he done the voices for? I was going to say, if it's not King of the Hill, I'm going to be kind of fucked on this one. Yeah, so here we really uh, frequent the... Here we go. I'm going to name them off for you. and the show. So here we go, Liam. Which character did Steven Root not play? We got old Mike Paddlecheck from Rugrats. Mike Pavelcheck from Rugrats. We have Jack Halley from Young Justice. Jack Halley from Young Justice. And then we have Floyd from Phineas and Ferb. Floyd from Phineas and Fern. Okay. Which character was Stephen Root? Which of these not? is not a Stephen Root character? Okay, right off the bat, Floyd from Ferris and Fern, or whatever the fuck it's Phineas called. Phineas and Fern? Phineas and Fern. That one sounds like too crazy for Devin to make up. Devin's not that talented to make up a Floyd. name like Phineas and Fern as being a show, or a name like Floyd as a... Uh, All the shows are real. That's got to be a real one. So, but you wouldn't have known that one. You know what I mean? You would have. All right, all right, all right. Although maybe, and then Mike Pavelcheck in Rugrats. <sighs> this one's kind of jumping out because what kind of Rugrat character is going to be named Pavelcheck? Like, <laughs> as like it'd be a really shitty fake cartoon name if he made up Pavelcheck. So mm-hmm. I got a feeling Rugrats. And what was the middle one? The young Jack Halley from Young Justice. Jack Halley from Young Justice. Again, this one looks like it might be that one. Again, I feel. I'm going Jack Halley again from Young Justice. This again, I'm going to go the Phineas and Fern route, though, and feel, I don't know if you're astute enough of a cartoon watcher to throw that one in, and I think you would have had to see that one to know that Steven Root could have potentially played in it. So I got a feeling that he was not Mike Pavelcheck. Something sounds funny about Mike Pavelcheck in Rugrats. <laughs> I got a feeling Steven Root was not, he doesn't sound like a Pavelcheck. I'm going Rugrats. Have a check. No. Your fucking detective skills are uncanny, <laughs> by the way. I literally had to do my back turn towards him. I thought I had him. I thought I had him. I was on the ropes. I was close to going with Pavelcheck because I didn't know if you would come up with a name like Pavelcheck. Oh, but I think like such a Rugrats character name. Like <laughs> Pavelcheck? I don't know what he does. The dark right, episode. So he indeed. So who did, was he ever in Rugrats? Or? No. No. Not at all. Okay. Totally made up, you just totally made Rugrats. Totally that was kind of my. That was one of my main t- lines of thinking. There was that Rugrats would be a show that you could make up, while the other two you're not going to fucking make up out of nowhere. Finny, you know what I mean? Like you don't. Each one of these, I see the error in my ways. One of these days, I'm going to get you. <laughs> for now, you fucking win again, Liam. Well, it was a hoot, hoot, hoot. And that's going to bring always us always playing Stephen Root. Right? Fuck Stephen Root. That's going to bring us to the end, though, of episode seven of the Geeked Up Game Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't listened to the uh, episode 7, Geeked Up, where we talk about the news and all the fun stuff, go click to that. If you already have, thanks a lot for listening. Maybe check out some of the other li- episodes. That's right. Remember, like already done on, that. You know. I guess on Facebook, we're still going for the high score of 200. Yeah, we really stuck. After we did our initial plug, we rocketed past 100, and we've been kind we've of in a standstill. We're getting closer. So. We're getting closer. But yeah, after that, so we're gonna that. Want more too, thanks so. for listening, though. And uh, yeah, email us in at the Geeked Up Podcast and check us out all of our other social media. Our social media blitz is going on, is, <laughs> is underway. That's right, guys. So remember, if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up? Hey, ooh, baby, it's time to get geeked up.
time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey, ooh, baby. It's time to get geeked up.